This is the time of year when we're going to have storms blowing through our town. And if you're a local roofer, what do you do? How do you handle this? Let's talk about handling storms locally. Hi, this is Daniel Laxtons, and you're listening to the Roofing Business Builder Podcast. I've been in the roofing industry for over 30 years. I've learned what it was like to be a contractor for 15, and I've worked on the manufacturing side for over 17 years. But I, with this knowledge, became your personal commercial roofing guru. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about storms coming through your town and being prepared because you know what time is of the essence and if you want to maximize the most amount of money and maximize your time i have a few tips in this episode but before we get into that as usual i am going to talk about an intention and this episode of the roofing business builder is brought to you by Roofing Business Builder, uh, the actual program, because I actually uh, talked about this in the weekly wins that we just had uh, with all the guys and girl. And um, what we were talking about, well, I do a presentation once a week there. And we talk about mindset. We talk about technical uh, concepts. And lastly, we talk about prospecting before we get into talking about our wins. But it's a, always an amazing, exciting uh call that we do every Wednesday at two o'clock. If you're part of the Roofing Business Builder program, uh, you'll be invited to that call. And it's it's amazing the things that we talk about there. So I highly encourage you. Uh, you can just go over to Roofing Business Builder and enjoy the program there. It's cheaper than a Walker Welder and certainly will make you a lot more money than buying a new truck or even hiring a new salesman. But in this week, we're going to talk about our mindset. Uh, the mindset practice for this episode is I am focusing my attention where I choose to create intention. I'm focusing my attention where I choose to create intention. Huh, intention. Well, what's the difference between attention and intention? Well, it pretty much is like when we're making an advertisement with our roofing business, we want to grab people's attention, right? So the advertisement has to be funny. Or you can have different things. Just the way you make your advertisement is trying to grab someone's attention, right? And that's the reason why when we look at a beautiful woman and we say, oh, she's very attractive. And the thing is, is a lot of attractive women will be hit on by other people because they're attractive. That means the attention of people is going to be attracted to that person. And so if you're an attractive person, you have to live with that. Gosh darn it, we're all attractive people, aren't we? <laughs> so, so, but that's attention. It's attracting attention. Now, here's the thing is, what you focus your attention on will grow inside you. So, I mean, again, uh, say a lot, a lot of the guys... <laughs> in the roofing industry are guys. And so if you keep staring at a woman, then that's gonna uh, make certain hormones grow inside you. And then you may develop an intention, whether proper or improper. If you're married, do not do this stuff, right? <laughs> so, but the point is, is it's a good illustration because human attraction grabs people's attention. Uh, but then 
where if you hold your attention on that, it will grow inside you into an intention. Once you have intention, then things happen, right? So when you started your roofing business, you had an intention, right? Maybe it wasn't a total intention, but you're giving your attention to this concept. And the more you thought about it, the more the desire swelled up inside you and then you were intent intended (laughs) intention so you see all those words match up to you were going to do something and so again the concept here that i'm discussing with you in a mindset practice is that you want to tell yourself that i'm focusing my attention on where i choose to create intention You see, if you're married and you're seeing something that's grabbing your attention, there's nothing wrong with noticing, but don't allow your attention to be so focused on that that you're gonna do something that would harm that relationship that you have. And when it comes to your business, by the way, that's a relationship too. This is your baby, your business. You definitely wanna be careful about where you throw your attention. Because this is your relationship, your, your business. It's, it's precious to you. So focusing on where you want to create intention. What are you going to get excited about in your business? So you want to focus on the money, right? Yes. Focusing on money then creates desire. Desire then creates opportunities. So, so that's a good thing. But when it comes to your business, maybe you should be focusing your attention on ways uh, to make your business grow. I did an interview with Ken Kelly on one of the podcasts. He had a picture behind him with, I know he has over 300, I'm not certain how many employees he has now, but I know it's well over 300. But the picture, he had a picture of uh, a portion of those employees. And that's a good place to focus your attention on. If you do look up to certain roofers that are very successful, that are running a maybe a 10, 20, 30, 60 million dollar roofing business, are you giving them your attention? Because when you focus on them and their business, it will swell desire in you to create intentions. And so you have to keep asking yourself, where am I focusing my attention? Because think about automation, Think about KPIs. Uh, think about ways of growing. Because I know I, I talked about this in the last episode, but it's true. You know, if you don't sit down and actually focus on managing your business, then time will slip by, and those that, that a part of your attention is being distracted by other things. So, work at delegating, delegating some of these responsibilities. Uh, to others so that way your attention's not taken away from what's most important and that is growing your business getting into our discussion about storm storm chasing storm damage and you know with roofing business builder uh, the roofing business builder podcast i don't i don't focus on storm chasing or storm damage 
Uh, as a matter of fact, my program that I teach roofers how to scale their business into the multi-millions, ones that I've helped to go, grow to over 10 million in sales. And even Ken Kelly, and now granted, he... He was one of my customers uh, years and years ago. I was very thankful to see him grow into a $60 million company. I'm not taking credit for that. He did that through automation. Uh, but that is what we teach in Roofing Business Builder. You have to delegate, learn to delegate and automate. So with Roofing Business Builder, I don't teach storm chasing because there's plenty of other ones other podcasts, different ones that are out there that teach that. Uh, what I teach is how to keep your business localized. Now, granted, you can you can travel the country too with what I teach, uh, but I teach how to do something specific, to focus on a specific niche or multiple niches, and then develop those relationships. So that's a key component to what I teach. So how does that relate to a storm coming into town? Well you can have your attention distracted easily uh, to things that don't make you money. You could end up maybe focusing so much on residential where you don't make that much money. Well, you can make a lot of money, granted, you know that. But the point is, is if you're developing a commercial roofing business or crossing over or developing a commercial roofing division, then you have to give your attention to those commercial leads. And the reason why is because if this is your local town, the storm chasers will come in. And when they come in, they're going to gobble up the largest big box stores. And that will happen to you where you, you'll miss out on those if you are so focused on your residential. So it'd be good to delegate and get important people that you trust that will take care of the residential side. But you need to focus your attention on the commercial because once those roofs are done you're not going to see them you know and this is your town and let's face it it's i've always been a person that would teach it's better that a storm doesn't come through your town because i mean i have friends i have customers and friends in uh, several areas in the country that are hell zones and what happens is it's a feast or famine You'll, you know, a roof is only going to last between eight and maybe 18 years. You know, I mean, sure, you, you can get a warranty for 20 or 30, but let's face it, you know, materials break down because of the sunlight. And when that happens, you know, that's great for us roofers because we have an opportunity to re-roof a roof maybe we did 15 years ago. I've done it before with my roofing business before I went into the manufacturing side of things. And it was a good feeling that, wow, this customer remembered me and called me up and I got to redo their roof and it was great. In commercial, your hope is that this building that you just did, that that customer may own maybe 10 buildings. And if they don't, within three years, if their business is successful, they may own three buildings. And then in five more years, they own you know, 10. So developing those relationships is key if you want to stay local but what happens when those guys come into town and next thing you know you all your roofs are gone you you know you're in the commercial roofing business but now you don't have any roofs so that's what's tough so the best thing is to delegate a lot of that residential stuff to someone that you trust and then focus on getting in and getting out so one of the techniques that I was going to share with you in this episode 
is that when it comes to looking at the initial damage, when you walk in there, you want to just go in and just get permission to get on that roof. That's the biggest thing. Just get permission to get on the roof. Don't try to sell yourself. Don't talk about your company. You can tell them your name and everything. You can give them a card. But the main idea is to get up there and do an inspection. Because if you actually sit there and try to sell your, your company to this person right now, well, what if there is no damage up there? And there's roof after roof after roof to be looked at. You And time is of the essence because people are coming in from out of town. They're going to come in and, and, and gobble up all of these. So the best thing to do is to get permission and get up on that roof and then collect all the information and then schedule a time to, to present that proposal to the decision makers. Make sure that you ask that person, are you the only one that is going to be making this decision? Because if you don't, I've been there before. I'm sure you have too. You, you're sitting there and you find out that uh, this person grabs your your proposal and says, well, that sounds good. I'll, I'll bring this to the higher-ups that will make the decision. It's like, no, I was supposed to be talking to you. <laughs> that was you. So always ask. And don't be embarrassed because you know what? After you waste your time enough times with some of these people, you'll be bold enough to ask. Because you're like, I ain't, nah, I ain't. my time's valuable. Your time is valuable. And that's the reason why. Get in, get out, jump up on that roof. Now, here's another point or two. When, it, when you get up on that roof, what's the first thing you're going to look at? You're just going to look around, right? No. Well, the first thing, always go to the perimeters first. Uh, that's where you're going to find a lot of damage, especially wind damage. It's going to be uh, the metal edge termination that's going to be blown off. Why? Because some roofer bent it himself. <laughs> and, yeah, and the manufacturer's not going to cover that warranty because it was done by the roofer. So remember, I, I'm always suggesting, too, to use the manufacturer's products. Uh, the, if the manufacturer bends it, the warranty is covered. If the roofer bends it, eh, and if it's not installed properly uh, by you, if you're the roofer and you bent your own metal, and somehow your guys or maybe a sub crew that you had didn't fasten it six inches on center, well, there's a high probability that those metal edges would come off. So always go to the perimeter first and then work your way in from there. And don't forget to look at the air conditioning units, right? Uh, don't forget to look at the top of the blowers and uh, any kind of rooftop equipment. You should be able to find some nice hailstones there. And, and don't forget to bring your equipment, what you need and, and everything else. But those are just a few tips that I wanted to share with you. And a lot of this we, we discussed in the Roofing Business Builder program and the weekly wins uh, Q&A live call. May, uh, oh, I almost forgot. And now it's time for Did You Know? Did You Know? Did you know, and don't get my quote perfect because I, I, I didn't look this up, but it's something like eight, over 80% of the cost of a re-roof is, is paid out because of only 3% of the cost of that entire roof when it was installed. Do you know why? Because it was the edge termination that caused the failure on the roof. And the edge termination is a lot cheaper than the rest of the whole roofing system. Is that crazy? 
So remember, all, all the insurance companies that where they would want to focus their mind on completely so you don't have to pay out insurance money is focusing on that edge termination. It's the most important part of the roof because that is the reason why a majority of the roofs are being paid out. So don't forget, get up on that roof, check out that edge termination. So that's it for the show. I'm so glad that you're listening to the podcast. Again, uh, I'm just imagining you guys driving around that truck and uh, heading to the next job. So I'm glad that I I was able to ride around with you. So if you want to, please keep checking out all the episodes that are coming. And... Uh, you can also see me on TikTok. I, I do a lot of law of attraction stuff there. And lastly, join the Roofing Business Builder Program. It's it, it really is something exciting. You're going to love to be able to talk to me. You'll get my phone number. And again, it's cheaper than a Walker Welder. And the, what, what you'll benefit by is my over 30 years of experience, not only being a roofer, but also being a manufacturer's rep, where I basically taught everyone i was their motivational speaker uh when when i was repping but in this form in the roofing business builder program i can rep everyone and there's no competition meaning that we don't have to worry about me being compromised and sharing information about you with someone else so it's a really good program Uh, there's over 40 uh, videos there's nine different modules And then you get the Roofing Business Builder question and answer weekly wins call where you get to talk with me, uh, with the group, the group of us roofers. And so we're sharing knowledge and it's kind of like a little mastermind. We're all on this path together. So please uh, consider joining the program. You're going to love it. I'm always wishing the best for you guys. I know uh, we put a lot of miles on some trucks, don't we? (laughs) And at least we have podcasts like this to listen to. When I was traveling across West Texas uh, for 17 years, I would always be listening to podcasts or books on tape. So I'm so proud of you for listening and in your truck and taking in knowledge and growing and getting excited because that's what I want you to do. Another thing that I said on one of my TikTok videos recently was get excited because once you're excited, then it just it makes all your juices flow and then you come up with great, amazing ideas. So it is summertime. Yes, you're distracted. We finally got some more, but guess what? Use this excitement to brainstorm, to think of ingenious ways of growing your company. Remember to focus your attention on things that you want to create desire that will turn into an intention. And until the next podcast, I don't always consult on commercial roofing, but when I do, I make millionaires. Stay wealthy, my friends. 